Shut up and sit down. Alright, dude. It's recording. Oh, we are recording. Cool. Had a meeting with Jimmy today. Uh, he and I were in his office there in Coronado for a couple of hours. Talked about a lot of different things, but specifically what is going to be our plan moving forward. And so one of the things that we realized, and uh, I can't really show the audience or anybody who may happen to be listening if we do, in fact, turn this into a podcast, but I can show you right here. This is Jimmy's whiteboard by the time we got done with it. How well can you see that? Now I can see that. It looks crazy. Like It looks crazy. It looks crazy. A bunch of stuff on there. Well, we started out essentially naming, okay, what are the company's different roles or departments. We have recruiting. We got to bring people on board board in order to continue to grow. Yes. When they come on board, we have the personal lines and commercial lines department that manage the things that they will be writing. Right. Right. Because we got to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing the way they're supposed to be doing it. Exactly. So personal lines and commercial lines, when it comes to property and casualty, those are the first things that they are going to, well, personal lines is the first thing that they're going to learn, and then commercial lines uh, will follow right after that. One of the things that Jimmy talked about was after they do personal lines, P and C, the thing that makes sense is for them to get trained in life insurance. So you learn how to do home, you learn how to do auto. The next thing you learn how to do is life insurance. Okay. Because those are all of your personal lines things. And if you're not a business owner and you have no business in commercial, then you need to be able to sell life insurance. Life insurance. So personal lines, commercial lines, life insurance. Those are three sales departments, if you will. Okay. We also have accounting and admin. Okay. And we did separate them. I don't know how separate they need to be or if, you know, accounting. They're one in the same or they're separate. Accounting can maybe you know, fall under admin. I don't know. I think, uh, I guess it, it kind of can. Um, the only thing I was thinking that the admin does, but it is kind of uh, accounting related, is research. I mean, half the time it's research, research. Right. Commission paid, research carrier information, research client information with carriers. So, yeah, it's pretty much admin and accounting. Admin and accounting could, could be. be one. Um, some things that were left off this list and some things that we definitely need to look into. IT and legal. And know what the third one is? HR. Mm, yeah, we're small. So. We're small right now. I understand. But that's definitely a department that needs to be developed. Developed. As we have more staff, yes. Exactly. And so, speaking of more staff, that's what we are talking about when it comes to moving things forward. So, each of these different departments, as far as the sales side goes, has an underwriting and a customer service department. Sales and CSR, sales and CSR, sales and CSR. You see see that uh, uh, across all three. And when it comes to the CSR, this should have been two uh, legs coming from the CSR department, but it kind of came from sales as well. So we have referring agents, right? right. People who are actually are not appointed with the company, right. but they refer business, send business to us. 
and our internal agents that are appointed with us. Right. These are the guys that Jimmy's recruiting. These are the people that Jimmy's recruiting. Right. So they come from the recruiting side. They become agents and then they fall under the sales department. And so the CSR is responsible for making sure that our referrals are being taken care of. Right. And our customers are being taken care of. Define customers because customers means different things to different people. Absolutely true. Our customers, I define them as the end user, the people buying insurance. Okay. So, so the if I need to buy auto insurance, I'm the customer. You are the customer. Okay. So, who are the agents? The agents are the people that are selling you the insurance. And to us, they are our? They are our producers. Okay. Cool. As long as we define them, because okay. otherwise it can That's get good. confusing. Absolutely. Because PTSD could have, our customers could be the agents. Right. Right. And in a lot of ways, they are. And that makes it a little bit confusing. So that's one of the things that I think we we really need to 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 focus on correctly. So there is a belief that our agents are our customers, and I I've probably said this before in the past, and that is true. We need to keep our agents happy. Yeah. Definitely. We absolutely need to keep our agents happy and make sure that they have the resources that they need to be successful. Right. One of the things that they need to be successful is to not have to worry about their customers. One of the things that they need to be successful is to go out there and sell. In other words, we want them to be salespeople. We want them to be salespeople. And we want to provide as much support so they can continue to sell. Exactly. We haven't done a good job of that, but the, that's one of the things that's really changing. Right. That's one of the things that's really changing, and hate to say it, hate to admit it, but I think me coming back with the staff that we have is going to really help us to develop that. And you only hate to admit it because it made you come back. I only hate to admit it because it made me come back. But now that you're here, you can see how needed it was. Absolutely. Things have already changed in the office. Um, I'm excited about where it's going. I still feel like it's a good working environment, even though I have to be a little bit of a hard ass sometimes. That's prob- that's part of being manager, though. I mean, part of being a manager. Like today, I was defining the um, clock in, clock out because we got that new uh, thumbprint um, timestamp thing. So mm-hmm. they have to physically be there to clock in and physically right. be there to clock out. And it requires that they take their breaks, uh, you know, for a specific amount of time. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it'll deal them. They have, they're required to take that 15-minute so break. So they do have to check out to take a break. They have to check out to take a break. But it's a paid break. It's a paid break. It's a paid break. The breaks are paid. The lunch isn't. The lunch isn't. Right. So I just want to make sure that we define that. That way, when I go into the office tomorrow and I say, hey, Raleigh, you have to clock out when you take your break. Mm-hmm. And it's not, when you take the break, it's not a clock out. It's just a timestamp. It's just a timestamp. It's just a timestamp. But when you clock out for lunch, that's the, that one will clock you out and then clock you back in an hour later. I wonder if the machine has a way of identifying that or does she have to press any specific buttons? I'm not 100% sure, but um, I did give you uh, supervisor access on there. Okay. So you can go in and, and take a look at what it is exactly. I was playing with it. I set up Raleigh. I set up Corey. And it did um, 
it did work with QuickBooks. It it synced up with. Quick- I don't know yet. It's gonna okay. allow me to export the data, mm-hmm. and then I'm assuming I'm gonna be able to upload the data. Gotcha. Does that create an extra step for you? It it does, but I mean, I had to do that anyways. Even with the telephone timesheets I was doing, mm-hmm. I mean, I would, I one a little bit less step. I'd have to export it from there, but it automatically imported to the other one. So I haven't played with it enough to see if it'll sync to my QuickBooks. Gotcha. But there is an export feature now. Can I export it to QuickBooks? I haven't played with it long enough to do that. All right. Well, we'll we'll keep learning with it. But it's a cool system so far. And again, it's one of those things that says, "Hey, you have to be here in the office because it needs to take your thumbprint." Yeah. Exactly. So show up. Show up. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Raleigh has no t- no problem showing up. She is the first one there most of the time. Uh, I would say 98% of the time, she's the first one in the office, and coffee's ready, and I'm a happy boss. So, <laughs> Raleigh, if you're listening, you're awesome. Um, so, anyway, we have sales, we have CSR, we have underwriting for each of these different departments, uh, personal lines, commercial lines, and life, okay? Um, these letters with the circle is Who's in charge of each department? Right. Jimmy is in charge of recruiting. James and Raleigh are in charge of personal lines. Armando is in charge of commercial lines. Armando, we drew the box. Armando stays in his lane. Armando does commercial lines. And he does really well. And he does excellent in that. And so these are some of the things, by the way, uh, that Armando does. He's a teacher, first and foremost. And at the micro schools. At the micro schools. And he's an awesome teacher. People love to go to Armando's classes because they learn so much from him. He's he's a wealth of knowledge. He absolutely he really is. is. He absolutely is. And so we want to make sure that his primary role continues to be that teacher. And yes. he continues to teach our agents. So maybe that recruiting should have had an A there too. It probably should. It kind of yeah. and and you know what? I didn't think about it at the time, neither did Jimmy. But it kind of does. So recruiting really is Jimmy and Armando because I have definitely heard from many of our new agents, oh yeah, I took Armando's 101 class, commercial 101 class at the micro schools, and I heard about Pipeline and everything that Armando said about it and the way that he talked and the fact that I was going to be able to work with him, I wanted to join. Yeah, see? Big sales point. I mean, big his strength point. is his knowledge base. It's not the organization, right? right? I mean, he's he's not the most organized person. You know, it's funny. But he can sell, and that's what he does when he's standing in front of the class. I bet you I could do it, too. What, teach? Teach and sell pipeline. You do. You do I, it all the time. I know, I know. But so during this conversation that we had, Jimmy asked me, hey, by the way, and definitely at the end of the conversation, by the way, do you want to teach every once in a while on the weekends? <laughs> That's Jimmy, man. Always throwing that last little pitch at the Always end. Always throwing that He's last little that. pitch. He is. And I was like, you know what, man? Stroke your ego the whole meeting, didn't he? I mean, he, yes, he, he did. Knows. He's good, man. He's he knows. good. He I'm knows. telling you. I love that guy. He's, He's awesome. a Leo. He's definitely a Leo. He's so a Leo. much a Leo. <laughs> but he's like, you, you want to teach on the weekends? And I was like, oh. Like, Yes, because I know you need help, but honestly, dude, I love my weekends. <laughs> I love my weekends. Like, 
I don't know. It, it's it'll be kind of like the uh, the reserves, right? Two weekends a year. Right, right. <laughs> Two weeks a year, one week in a month. I mean, he, he might have me in there, you know, if, if I were to say yes, he might have me in there like uh, one one week out of the month. And you know what? Honestly, maybe I should consider it. Dude, you know? it's extra cash and the recruits that you can pull from there. Right. I mean, that's really where it's at. You're the feeding, recruits. You're feeding I'm your feeding wallet. myself. Yeah. I'm feeding myself. So now that we're sitting here talking about it and I'm looking at it from that perspective... I might actually take him up on it. I mean, you it, know, it doesn't hurt. I mean, I'll you tell I'll tell you what my hesitation was. Time commitment. Time commitment. And what we talked about in one of our episodes recently was trading time for money. Yeah. But here, you're not really trading time for money. You're getting paid for your time. That's for sure. But what you're really doing it for is you're recruiting revenue sources. Each fish that you pull is going to continue to feed you. Right. And so all you're doing is gaining access to a new pool of water. That is true. And all these people that are coming in here, they're going to meet me. They're going to talk to me. They're going to hear about me. And they're going to have that chance to say, oh, yeah, I remember I met him that one weekend at the micro schools. I really liked him. No, I don't think you're. See, you have a you have a different mentality. It's not until you start teaching that you notice something that's completely different. Once you teach somebody something you become the master and they will forever be your padawan no matter how much they they learn more than you mm-hmm. they will become experts at a certain thing and know way more than you are you kidding but for me? whatever reason they come to you for help and advice because no. you because you taught them something right and and you are that that teacher title is supreme i i don't know how else to put it i know it no, really no. is i 100 percent agree so this is this is always a trip to me amy reed how long has she been with pipeline team of san diego 2015 or 2015 she yeah. was one of our very first recruits mm-hmm. she's been with us for three years almost from inception i'm pretty sure she is she's been with us the longest out of all of our agents you know what's funny though cut you off real quick but we talk about our agents like celebrities. Like, we don't call them by their first name. Like, we don't say, hey, Amy has been with us. No, Amy Reed. She's Amy Reed. She's Amy Reed. Right? She, yeah. In our eyes, our agents, especially the ones that excel, are celebrities. They are. They are. They, are. they absolutely are. So, Amy, this one's a shout out to you. You're awesome. Um, she's been with us for three years and some change. Yes. Three years coming up on, on four. Um, but she's been in the insurance industry. When she signed on with us, she had been in the insurance industry for eight years. So she's been in the insurance industry now for 11 going on 12 years. Man. Right? I've been in the insurance industry for four. Right. right. She is an expert in her field. She does a lot of non-standard auto. She's got a lot of clientele who are um, difficult to say the very least. Needy needy right uh but her clients come to her and they trust her and she does a fantastic job for them all the time yes and they have been her clients for those 11 almost 12 years and super loyal super loyal because she helped them and she taught them something absolutely absolutely and she continues to help them and get them the service that they need she is amazing at what she does but she won't venture outside of what she does. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, 
Okay, in in a previous episode, you were saying how I'm the jack of all trades, right? I know a lot about a lot of things. But being an expert in the one thing, being focused on that one thing, makes you invaluable in that one area. That is true. I mean, there's the, there's a reason why her clients stick with her for so long. Because that is true. If they, they don't go to her if they want to a recipe on how to cook something. They don't go to her if they want tax help. No, they know specifically that any insurance thing related to her car, related to her, uh, to homes, she knows it. Well, that's the thing, though. It's only the car. Oh well, even but but even then, I mean, you look at some of these agencies, um, like uh, the Adriana's agency. Right. You look at the Fred Freeway, Loya. Fred Loya. They're auto. They're, they're non-standard auto. They're and non-standard they're, auto. They, that's all they do. Yep. And they, I mean, yeah, they might dabble in some other stuff here and there yeah, per yeah. office, but they are that one-stop shop. That is true. And they're good at it. And they're good at it, and they make a lot of money that way. So why can't she? And Amy's I mean, she successful that thing. way, too. Yes, yeah, she does. Amy's successful that way, too. You know, one of the reasons why I bring that up is because as agents, as salespeople, one of the big things that we always talk about is cross-sell, cross-sell, cross-sell. Yes. Right. Heather loves to talk about it as the low hanging fruit. Yes. Right. They have the auto with you. Have you asked about their home? Do right. they own a business? Have you talked to them about umbrella? Have you offered them a term life policy? Have you but done see, this is anything? Right. But this is the dynamic. This is a different thing. Amy is not. Um, I wouldn't call her a sales person. She's a people person. She's very knowledgeable in her one area, and the reason why she does really well is because she gets referrals. Right, right. But she's not a salesperson. She's not gonna. She's not gonna take the next leap. But she, what, but you know, when she tells you, "Look, your auto payment is this much. It's mm-hmm. got to be this much because of this." Right. You're gonna 100% be like, you know what? You're absolutely right. That's why I come to you. That makes a lot of sense. Right. So, so, this is kind of cool that we talked about this. Yes. Because jumping into the next little thing here is what we're going to do with Raleigh. Okay. Right? So first of all, we're going to hire somebody to make sure that Heather is not in these three different departments, life, accounting, and admin. She will be in the one She will be in one department, which is life. One of Raleigh's current responsibilities is taking inbound phone calls. And she also does some admin work and she helps Heather out with some of the different things that she needs throughout the day. Okay. But what we're going to do with Raleigh is we are going to take away every single responsibility that she has, save four. She is going to be 100% in charge of personal lines submissions. So anytime an agent wants to bind new policies, she's in charge. She's got to get it done. She's got to get it done quick. Right. She's also going to be in charge of personal lines, endorsements and service requests. So endorsements, meaning there are two primary ones that we get. And in fact, we had to create separate forms, specific forms for these two requests, which is adding drivers and adding vehicles. Right. That's common thing. In a That's household. a very, very common thing in a household for a personal auto policy. Everything else can be done by email, but she is primarily in charge and we created a specific email account just for this. Perfect. So 
Personal line submissions, all new business. Personal lines endorsements and servicing, so all changes and servicing to to, uh, to auto policies and personal lines policies. And the third is Mercury Memos. Now, Mercury is our biggest carrier. Right. The most popular. The most popular. The most coveted. At one point, Mercury business was 30-some-odd percent of our book. Yeah. So they're huge. They're a third of our business. Right. They're extremely important to us. So one thing that we want to make sure that we do is keep keep them happy. happy. That's right. We want to make them happy. So these memos are underwriter information to the agent that needs to be addressed by the agent with the customer. We have not been doing that as an agency. But Raleigh is going to make that one of her responsibilities. So if she doesn't have a submission, endorsement, or service request that she's working on, she's going to be working on Mercury Memos, making sure that those are cleared out. Now, ideally, most of the day, all of those things will be taken care of. Right. When she gets a personalized submission, she jumps on it. She takes care of it. It shouldn't take her... More than 30, 40 minutes to get it all done. When she gets an endorsement request, same thing. Those Mercury memos, daily, they'll be checked and taken care of. So when she's not doing any of those three things, she's doing outbound sales. Right. All day, every day. That's all she's doing, outbound sales. Now those Mercury memos, we're no longer going to leave them up up to the agent to get in touch with the client and we'll say, get in touch with the client for we're going to get in touch with them for the agent. And we're going to use that as a cross selling opportunity. Hey, I'm calling on behalf of absolutely. And that's a support staff that, that agents is a would support like. staff that agents would like. Some of our agents, believe it or not, we've gotten pushback. Some of our agents, they don't want us to contact their clients. I can understand that. They're afraid you're going to take them. They're going to build a better rapport with them, whatever it is. Not at all. Anything that we write with those agents, 100% stays with that agent. I know that. You know that. I was just saying that the agent might not be aware of that, which is why they probably got a little bit of pushback. Right. But that's something that we're going to make sure that we address. On our Friday meetings. On our Friday meetings. So that's going to be Raleigh's only responsibilities. New business submissions, endorsements and service requests, Mercury memos, and outbound sales calls. And that's it. So she's either producing new business, taking care of new business, or creating new business. Right. So this is Raleigh's book of business that she gets to draw from. Aside from the Mercury memos, we have house house accounts. accounts that are already existing. We have referral agents that are sending in business all the time. We have agents that have been terminated with pipeline insurance that left a book of business behind. So these are the people that she's going to be calling. She's going to be calling at renewals. She's going to be uh, looking for cross-sell opportunities, and she's going to be offering term life insurance with every single one of these. Luckily, Raleigh is actually dual licensed. Good. So she has her life and her... She has life PNC. And, and PNC, but we're going to focus her on life and to make sure that she feels compensated for her additional sales work. 
she has a minimum quota of whatever our maximum contract is right now. Our maximum contract, 70%. 70%, 15 policies? 15 policies. If she sells 15 policies, she gets a $250 bonus at the end of the month. Nice. I was nice. worried you were going to go with a percent. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Flat I like fee. the fixed. That's $250. If she writes 14 policies, she gets nothing. That's what I was talking about. See, meeting, having these goals is important. We all have goals, right? And we have to make sure we try to attain those goals. And if we don't attain them, we got to work towards them again the next time. It's kind of an incentive. I mean, damn, you were close. You got to 14 policies. Next month, you'll get to 15. Yeah. And when she's consistently hitting 15, we'll put another carrot Screw just that. a little bit higher. Next time, you'll get to 20. Yes. Oh, you know what? It, it's fine. So it's 15. She gets $250. Every five after that, 50 bucks. Sounds good. Right? I mean, then it's a consistent, like, now how big do you want to get? Exactly. Can you sell 20 policies a month? That's one a day. Yeah. And for us, the revenue is great because... We're incurring the the residual of the book. Exactly. So it's it works. She out. gets it up front. She gets it up front, and we we continue to maintain the residual. Can you get twenty in one in a month? Can you get and that's on a thirty day calendar, four weeks out of the month, five days, Monday through Friday that you're in the office. Can you get two a day? Two a day. Two a day. That puts you at forty. That's your fifteen. Plus, that's 25 more. 25 more? 25 more. Uh, 550, 250. That's a $500 bonus. That month. That month. It's a beautiful bonus. Can you do two a day? Six grand a year. You want to make an extra $500 a month? Yeah. Sell two policies a day. That's it. That's a quota. I mean, it's not that difficult to do, especially if we're giving you the book that already exists. You're calling a client that's already a client. And this is this is just the existing internal book. This isn't even talking about the Mercury memos that we're going to go after. Right. And we're also going to be keeping an eye on new submissions. And if they only sell one line of business, guess what Raleigh's going to do? Contact and see if we can get more. Contact and see if we can get additional lines of business. And every time she calls, hi, I'm calling from the office of blank blank agent. That's right. It's still pipeline, and we're calling on behalf of that client. The client still keeps the full commission rate. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you have any questions, remember your agent is blah, blah, blah. Reinforcing the connection. his with phone the number. Right. You can call him directly if you have any questions about what I've shared with you. Perfect. Yeah. Who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want that? It's a it's support free sales. Yeah. And what does that cost the agent? Nothing. Nothing. What is he giving up in commissions? Nothing. Nothing. So you're telling me that you're going to make me more money and I don't have to do any work for it? Just bring the existing book. That's it. Yeah. That's a win-win. That's a win-win for everybody. That's true. That's a win-win for everybody. So that is why it's important for us to bring on this new person who's going to take care of all of this administrative stuff. We're going to take all of the reports commissions and research off of heather and raleigh's desk good good so they can focus in their lane so they can stay in their lane heather is going to be focused on life insurance now we already know by the way our plan right now is to pay this person 
$12 an hour. We want 40 hours a week. Now, when they are proficient in generating reports... Add another dollar. We add another dollar. When they're proficient at processing commissions... Add another dollar. Add another dollar. When they're proficient at doing research... Add another dollar. Add another dollar. So they can get to $15 a month pretty quick. Uh, $15 an hour. Oh, $15 an hour. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> $15 a month. That wouldn't work for that. No, we uh, would. My Dumbo? <laughs> working for peanuts? <laughs> working for peanuts. <laughs> so... They can get to $15 an hour as quickly as they can learn how to do these different things. It's not bad. Not bad, it's right? not bad. Not bad. I mean, what Where is Where are we going to put them? In in the same office. Uh, the girl who's there right now that's working for micro schools. Can you send her to Kearney Mesa? Send her to Kearney Mesa. All right. So she'll take that desk. No big deal. So this person can make 15 bucks an hour. Pretty quickly. We're going to start them at 12 because they don't know what the hell they're doing. We right. Gotta they got to be licensed, though. No, they don't. Oh, no. They're done, they're not doing anything with they're clients. They're not doing anything with clients. Reports, commissions, research. They're answering phones, but when they answer the phone, all they're doing is transferring. Uh-huh. They can do the unclaimed. This is a true CSR. This is a true CSR. And they can even work on the website in their downtown, in their downtime. Like calendar. Calendar, making sure that whatever requests that we have that's not bad right so we want this person to be detail oriented oh that's extremely important when it comes to running reports and verifying commissions yes detail oriented they need to be problem solvers because none of this stuff happens easy especially when you're doing that research right so they should be good at puzzles Puzzles, patterns looking for patterns they need to be creative that feeds into that problem solving how do I fix this? How do I figure this out? And self-driven. Because yeah. nobody wants to sit through there. this stuff. Absolutely. And nobody wants to sit there babysitting them. Right. Right. When I ask for, for a report. I expect it. I expect it. Yeah. And if I don't get it, it's because you can't figure it out. So you're not a problem solver. You are not noticing the patterns and making sure that it's all working. You're not being creative to figure out how to make it work and you don't give a shit. Right. And that's so the most important part of it. Yeah. You have to care. And the last thing is they need to be friendly because when they're out there doing research and when they're doing commissions and when they're doing reports, they're going to be talking to carrier representatives. They're going to be talking to CRM representatives. They're going to be talking to a bunch of different people from a bunch of different places. They need to be able to have... They need to be an extension of us in the brightest way. Absolutely. They need to represent us well. So, we're looking for somebody like that uh, who who will work, work really well in our situation right now. So, they can make up to $15 an hour. Once they become proficient in these things, right? Yeah. That now, makes sense. That opens up a lot. $15 an hour, they want to make more money. How do they do that? They get licensed. What happens when they get licensed? What can they do that they couldn't do before once they're licensed? They can make outbound phone calls. They can make outbound sales calls. And now if they sell 15 policies, they make a $250 bonus. And for every five policies that they sell on top of that, 50 bucks more, 50 bucks more, sell two policies a day and you have a $500 bonus. 
And you have, and you're answering the phones anyways. And you're answering the phones anyway. Well, at this point, probably if they get licensed, we might look for a new admin. It's true. That's not a bad because now you've graduated. You've you've learned everything that you need to learn in our system, from reports to commissions to research. So you're very proficient in what we do. So when you sell, you have knowledge that you can share with the clients to help cross sell. And now you've graduated to a sales rep if that's your position and you train your replacement. What did we just create? That's a system. That's a system. That's an internal admin system. That is how you grow your in your your internal book of business. That is why I spent two hours in Jimmy's office. Just going over what the hell are we doing and where are we going? Yep. So, by the way, one of the things that I thought of when I was when we were uh, figuring out what this person needs to do, by the way, uh, let me not uh, exclude Heather. Heather had a lot of input in putting this thing together. There was a uh, a point in time when Jimmy left his office for 30, 45 minutes, something like that. He had to go pick up Isaiah from school or whatever. Um, and it was just me and Raleigh and Ra- I'm sorry, me and Heather. And Heather and I brainstormed a lot of this stuff, too. Because she's been in the office and she sees what's going on. She sees what's going on. And and that's that's really, really the big difference is we have you, we have Heather in the office, seeing the day-to-day, making sure the day-to-day productivity is not only getting done, but how it can be improved. Right. And that makes an enormous difference. Yep. Dude, I mean, this this one... productive day that was today that was yesterday that was yesterday that was yesterday so this is basically what i put on the agenda for the uh ptsd partner meeting plan going forward so now when i go over it you're gonna be like oh yeah i heard all this before yeah yeah but at least you know i might have my own ideas that you know when that time comes up it's not the first time i'm hearing it i'm able to process this information a little bit better right so it's all there. Um, this last point I was going to make right here, it says USN nuke. <laughs> what does that mean? United States Navy nuclear technician or somebody who worked in <laughs> somebody who was qualified and worked as a uh, as a nuke on either a carrier or a sub. It's a process system. Straight up. These guys are nerds, man. You're calling yourself a nerd. No, I wasn't a nuke. No, but I, I mean, qualified for nuke. Yeah, yeah, but you're you're saying that this process is the nerdy process. This is where you sit down and oh, this guy right here, this guy who's detail oriented, he's a problem solver. Oh, who's the good person with puzzles we want to hire. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who's creative? Who's self driven? And who's friendly? You're looking for a nuke. I'm looking for a nuke. Ah. So I don't know if we're gonna post this. We could. We could. We could. I, I don't see why not. I mean, looking for a job. It's kind of cool to have this conversation. And be like, look, this is what we're looking for. By the way, it's eight to five, forty hours a week, twelve bucks an hour, starting up to fifteen dollars an hour. Once you get proficient in the different things, if you are a uh, USN nuke uh, or were an, a USN nuke, uh, if you can get permission from your command, no, you can't. Never mind. We need you from eight to five. There's no way the Navy is going to let you do that. But but if, if you were were in the Navy previously and now are a civilian, yeah, boy, do I for a job. I, I I know your type. I know your type. 
by the way, I was a uh, ABH in the Navy, ABH two. Who yeah. Uh, so, you know, if you're listening and you are a Navy veteran and you have, you believe that you are detail oriented, if you can do that attention to detail that you did in the Navy and bring that over to something like what we're doing, we want to see it. By the way, our office is in Coronado with a nice beachfront oh view. Oh my God, so, you would love the view. Oh, so, I mean, it's not like you're going and sitting in a Mission Valley building with uh, four walls and no windows. So, you know. No, we got our, our, our entire fourth wall is a window, and it's gorgeous out there. Beautiful weather all the time. Um, parking sucks a little bit, but buy a motorcycle, man. <laughs> buy a Harley. Cause you know what, though? At 8 o'clock, it's not really that that bad. That's true. Actually, if you're coming in before 8, uh, the parking's easy. Yeah. No yeah. problem. It's trying to get, get there at noon, one o'clock when the sun's out, trying to get to the beach. Nine thirty. Yeah. It's not, not really not that even great. Nine o'clock. Yeah. So nine o'clock. But anyway, yeah. I mean, if we're going to post this, then maybe somebody listening will be interested in the job or maybe somebody uh, listening will know somebody who's looking for a job. Go ahead and share this with them. Yep. I mean, we, we're going to be taking um, resumes. I still need to post this on Indeed and craigslist right i think those were the two that we were gonna do um but either way i mean if you guys if you guys listening out there if you know of anybody or you oh. yourself want to be interested in uh, coming aboard where should we send them should we send them to uh hmm pipelineinsurance.com um, we have a, a spot there for them probably not huh how I about you just uh, anything how about you send us a, a facebook uh yeah message uh, we're at see us first and go ahead and look up our group and send the uh, admin a Facebook message and we'll get in contact with you. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, www.pipe. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, see us in see us first. See us first.com. Uh, just, uh, it's the real estate section right now. It's That's our, the only our website. Has a sub- yeah. Our website's submission. being, uh, being revamped currently, right. but, uh, send a submission and then, then send us an email and we'll be good to go. We still got a lot we're working on. Or you can email, um, you can email accounting at pipelineinsurance.com or james.cs at pipelineinsurance.com. And either way, we'll get in contact with you. Yeah, yeah. We look forward to hearing from you if you have anything like that. Um, If you have any interest in this job, you know anybody who's interested in this job, uh, send us a resume. Send us a resume, cover letter, you know, whatever it is. We're going to be looking at resumes. We're going to be looking for, uh, you know, the right person for for this particular job. So, All right. So, ends up being a good episode of Business Bros. Business Bros. All right. Peace. And I'm out.